An iconic scene in the Christmas story is when the angels appear to the shepherds. The classic Bible verse reads, In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And this, just these two sentences, this is all we need to have the whole scene unfold in our minds. We picture a hillside dark under the night sky. We hear the sounds of sheep and lambs settling down for the night. We smell a campfire and dinner cooking. We hear the quiet laughter and chatter of the shepherds. A sense of peace settles over us as we imagine the night ahead. But we forget that someone has to stay awake all night long. Someone has to watch the sheep. Not everyone can sleep at the same time. As a contemporary version of Luke puts it, the shepherds were camping in the region. They had set night watches over their sheep. This version adds a bit of tension to the scene. If there was no danger, there would be no reason to set night watches. If there was no concern that a sheep would wander off or be attacked by predators or thieves, all of the shepherds could sleep at once. But this is not how it is with a flock of sheep. Someone must stay awake to watch them. And it is precisely this night watch that finds itself awake to a miracle that is about to happen. We commonly understand a miracle to be a surprising and welcome event that is not explicable by natural or scientific laws. And as such, we Unitarian Universalists don't spend too much time really thinking about miracles, at least not in a literal way. But when miracles happen in a story, we can go along with them just fine. We do not confuse a story with its meaning. Something need not be actual to be true. We can learn a lot by suspending disbelief to hear what a story has to tell us. So we find ourselves on a darkened hillside at the beginning of the Christmas story, expecting a quiet night having taken necessary precautions out of habit. With our stomachs full of dinner, we know the sheep will sleep bunched up near us. We know the clear, star-filled sky will not rain this night. We know each of us will get some sleep and then be awakened by a fellow shepherd when it is our turn for the watch. This is the life of a shepherd But on this ordinary night, something quite extraordinary is about to happen. A bit groggy from a few hours' sleep, you climb out of your bedroll and take up your staff. There is darkness all around. The night is filled with millions of stars. You recognize the familiar constellations which tell you what time it is the middle watch of the night, the darkest and the coldest. With your blanket draped around your shoulders, you walk near the flock to see how the sheep are doing. Everything is quiet, so you settle in on a nearby rock to pass the time. 
Even though you would like to still be asleep, you know that it's your job to stay awake. If a lamb strays off, you must bring it back. If something unexpected happens, you must be there to sound the alarm. You wrap your blanket tightly around you against the night chill. Expecting nothing, you stay there, awake and alert. Suddenly an angel of the Lord stood among the shepherds, and the glory of the Lord blazed around them. The shepherds were terrified, but the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. Wait a second, this was not supposed to happen. Shepherds are prepared to deal with a stray lamb or a predator or a thief. They are not prepared in the slightest to deal with angels. Angels are way above their pay grade. (laughs) Shepherding being one of the most basic jobs in the ancient Middle East, shepherds are not very high up on the social scale. It was rather tedious work with bad hours. Equivalent to modern-day farm workers or slaughterhouse workers, the shepherds in the Christmas story are the least likely people to have angels appear to them. And this is why we have to pay attention to the miracles in this story. These miracles turn convention on its head. Rather than showing up to the rich and powerful, the angels show up to the lowest members of society. They show up to the ones who are forgotten and discarded. They show up to the ones with the least power and influence. The angels did not have it wrong. It is we who can have it wrong in thinking that the good news should come to us instead of the least important people in the world. But there they were, angels bursting into a quiet night of sheep herding. Imagine the darkness suddenly as bright as day with the radiance of these heavenly creatures. Imagine being awakened from sleep by a great commotion. Imagine being that one lone shepherd on watch, the first to see with their own eyes an angel of the Lord. You would be afraid too. I would be afraid. But the angel's first words are, do not be afraid. This miraculous interruption is not a threat. Instead, the news is good. The messengers are friendly. Life will be better from this moment on. Now, miracles are wonderful things, and we must be awake to them or we will miss them. Does it matter to me whether the scene I'm describing ever happened or not? No, it doesn't matter at all. Do I think actual angels appeared to unsuspecting shepherds? Probably not. And am I willing to suspend disbelief in order to see what this beautiful story has to tell me? Absolutely I am. Life is full of metaphor. Life is full of wonder. Unexpected goodness happens all of the time. Lives are changed for the better every single night, and not just for shepherds, for you and for me too. There is so very much goodness in this world that it should make us want to stay awake every single night just to see it. 
There is so very much goodness in this world that it should make us want to tell others about it, what we have seen and what we have heard. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide, the angel of the Lord tells the shepherds. A Savior has been born in Bethlehem, a Savior who is a great teacher. This is what you are looking for, a baby wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger. A baby. Nobody expects a baby. How could a baby make things better? How could a baby be a savior? How could a baby change the world? A baby is not a messiah. A baby is the most helpless creature of all. But the shepherds don't argue with the angels. And this is another thing about miracles. We have to take them as they are. We don't get to substitute in things that we would prefer. We don't get to change the story. We have to take a miracle as it comes, even when it's not exactly what we would have wanted. As the angels withdrew into heaven, the shepherds talked it over. Let's go over to Bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves. They left running and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger, just as the angels had said. Seeing was believing. They told everyone they met that the angels, what the angels had said about this child, and all who heard the shepherds were surprised and impressed. Now you see in our story, the shepherds don't pause long before deciding to act on what the story, what the angels have told them. The story tells us that they went with haste to see this new baby. What must it have been like for Mary and Joseph to have this intrusion? How strange to be spending the night in a stable in the first place, and then to have excited strangers show up wanting to see their new son. But miracles let lots of things happen all at once. A miracle speeds up time, It dispels fear. It allows for the incongruous. A miracle is a wonderful event. All who are caught up in it are strangers no more. Rather, they are fellow witnesses to something marvelous. And what if we, what if we lived more like the shepherds? What if we were more open to wonder? What if we allowed ourselves to be stopped in our tracks more often by beauty? What if we followed words of hope with trust? What more of life might we experience if we lived like the shepherds? This chapter in the Christmas story ends as quietly as it began, all on the same night. Shepherds settling in with their flocks and a new family sheltered in a barn. The night sky full of stars above it all. Just as the shepherds had set a watch over their flocks, Mary and Joseph were attentive to the new child who had just been born. No one expected anything other than a quiet night after a busy day. 
No one expected anything more than the ordinary blessings of work and food and shelter. The shepherds were bedding down somewhere temporary, and so were Mary and Joseph. None of these people were really at home that night, but they had each other. And then a commotion changes everything. Then a bright light and a strange message bring all of these people into contact with each other for the first time. A rowdy knock at the stable door, a rush of activity as the room fills up with strangers. There is no mention in the story that this bothered the new mother and father at all. Just the opposite, in fact. This chapter of the Christmas story ends rather enigmatically. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard, the author of Luke tells us. But Mary, Mary treasured all of these words and pondered them in her heart. The language is quite precise here. Mary treasured this miracle. She took it as a sign of something wonderful to come. She pondered all she had heard, taking these words into her heart. The very thing that made the shepherds shout with joy settled into the new family like a balm. It was hard to be so far from home. It was hard to be newly married and new parents. It was hard to be away from family and friends. It was hard to be sheltered among the animals. Mary needed comfort that night. She needed reassurance. The same miracle that enlivened the shepherds comforted Mary and Joseph. The Christmas story is clear that no one understood what was happening that night. No one knew what to make of these strange events. And yet, each person found the meaning they needed. The shepherds found hope. Mary and Joseph found comfort. We find joy. If we do nothing else this Christmas season, let us stay awake to miracles. Let us not get distracted by the noise of the world. Let us not succumb to cynicism or despair. Let us find goodness wherever we look. And let us look up into the night sky, expecting to see there both stars and angels. So be it. Amen.